creating and maintaining strict infectious disease protocols for our frontline healthcare workers while caring for COVID-19 patients has been an ongoing challenge with detrimental and deadly impact. Our next guest has applied his company's pre-existing technology to address this significant need for our nation's health systems and its heroes. Dr. Robert Hamilton, the Chief Scientific Officer for NovaSignal, shares how his company's product, NovaGuide, helps providers assess their patients while minimizing exposure to the coronavirus. Additionally, Dr. Hamilton discusses the positive results of this work, which was recently published in conjunction with Mount Sinai Hospital, as well as where Dr. Hamilton sees the future of cloud computing and data analytics to assess brain health well beyond this current public health crisis. Join us for this important and needed conversation as we continue to work together to safely battle and eliminate the coronavirus pandemic. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Hi, Dr. Hamilton. A warm welcome to our podcast, and thank you for taking the time to be with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, Robert, I'm grateful to spend time with you to learn more about your inspiring mission to save lives by unlocking the hidden power of blood flow data. Additionally, I'm looking forward to learning more as to how your product, NovaGuide, is being used to assess patients with COVID-19 while helping providers maintain strict infectious disease protocols. But before we dive into all of this and more, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to visit passionatepioneers.com in order to share your feedback and ideas. Simply scroll to the comments section at the bottom of each posted episode. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. You will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, Robert, before we dive into the bulk of the conversation today around your work with NovaGuide, your product NovaGuide, and how you're using that to help address COVID-19 in the marketplace. I know there's some exciting updates around that. Take us a little bit on that founder's journey, first and foremost, how you got to the point where you're one of the founders, one of the chief science officer here at your company, and then we'll dive into that work around COVID-19. Well, thank you, Mike, again, for having me today. I'm excited to talk about what we're doing here at NovaSignal, not only generally, but for COVID-19. But stepping back to the founding, I was a PhD student at UCLA in the Department of Neurosurgery, really focused on understanding blood flow in stroke and traumatic brain injury patients. When I literally stumbled upon this issue that physicians were having, trying to understand blood flow, which is a critical parameter in assessing these conditions, but unfortunately, they just didn't have access to this information to the degree that they needed to treat their patients. And so the real spark or the idea was to provide this information to those physicians in a easily accessible way. And during that time also, Robert, I do have to highlight because it's amazing to me. During that work, during your studies down at UCLA, you hold over a hundred patent assets related to the core technology around your company. What is it like to have a hundred patent assets to your name? Well, I have to attribute a lot of that work to my team. This is an entirely team effort. 
but we are really focused on Nova Signal of the science, the technology to ultimately provide this information to those physicians. These are very important decisions these physicians are making and they need access to this critical blood flow information. And we've been lucky to work with incredible people, not only in the company, but incredible key opinion leaders around the country to help develop this technology and provide this to physicians now around the world. And of course, there you were as a student doing your doctoral work at UCLA. Did you ever think that it would turn into you being a co-founder of a technology company, now the chief scientific officer? You guys have been at it now for over eight years. Did you ever have that on the roadmap? Did you know that you were going to be a founder of a tech company? I did not. Although entrepreneurship was always interesting, going into academics and going into your PhD, you often are put on a track of trying to better understand and further academia. And there was a time once I developed this early stages of the technology, yeah, I had opportunities to go on and do postdoctoral work, but decided that the technology had enough legs that it had been developed enough that we could actually impact patients immediately. And so that was really the deciding point that said, we were ready to take this to the next stage and founded the company actually during my PhD work while I was writing my dissertation to really commercialize, get it in the hands of physicians as quickly as we could, because we felt that there was enough work that had already been done. And let's talk about that impact. Let's get in the weeds a bit. Can you talk more in depth on the technology, how it's serving these physicians, how it's, of course, the end result serving these patients? Can you dive into those weeds a bit around what you guys have built? Absolutely. So when we think about data in healthcare, one important aspect is what is the quality of that data? And so we are really addressing two major concerns right now with the Nova Signal product, Nova Guide. The first is really trying to democratize the collection of the data through fully automated robotics. So ultrasound is very well established in healthcare, and most people are very familiar with ultrasound. However, it takes an expert technician to collect this information. And unfortunately, although we wish every hospital, every clinic, everybody had access to these technicians, Unfortunately, that's just not the case today. And so the first hurdle that we had to address was developing the first fully automated ultrasound system. And this allows any healthcare professional to collect this information, which provides high quality ultrasound data of blood flow in the head to anyone anywhere. And that was the first major innovation that we had to tackle when founding the company. The second innovation was really on the interpretation side of that. And what we realized and what I identified very early on in my graduate work was that physicians and other healthcare professionals were not being provided the complete story, if you will, about blood flow in the head. So during my graduate work developed the underlying technology that extracted subtle variations in blood flow that provided new insights to physicians. So if you combine those two elements, we've now developed a fully automated ultrasound system that provides very accurate information about what is going on in a patient's head. And how has the reception been in the marketplace? It's been unbelievable. Working with both researchers and physicians across the world, many people, as with other technologies, as you develop new technologies coming into the field, first, a little skepticism about can you automate what a human can do from the collection of this data? And then the second piece of that is usually interest on where this technology can go. So although we're starting with stroke and traumatic brain injury, 
and we'll be talking about our work in COVID today, there are a number of applications that our physician partners are interested in using this technology because blood flow is so fundamental to brain health generally. So exciting. And of course, towards the back end, we're going to ask where we can find all of this wonderful work online, how to get a hold of you and the team, social media handles, all that good stuff. We'll have one more question before we head into discussing your work around COVID-19. What is one lesson that you would love to share? We have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs and veteran startup executives listening on the podcast. What's one of those key lessons you've learned during your journey of being a founder of a startup that might be worthwhile to share with our community? Oh gosh, I feel like I could read. There's a thousand of them. There's a thousand of them. But you know, one is really to trust your instinct and talk to as many people as you can. I feel that many entrepreneurs that I speak with or aspiring entrepreneurs feel a need to almost protect their idea. And I do believe a lot of our success early on in the company was due to the fact that we spoke to as many people as we could, whether it's investors, physicians, friends, family, just to really get that message out there and really tune your message over time. I couldn't agree more. That's one thing I do. I'm fortunate I get to mentor and advise quite a few startup founders. I'm right there with you, Robert. Get the message out. Tell it as many times as you can. Don't hold it secret. Get it out there. Share with the community. Get that feedback. Iterate and move forward. I could not agree more with you, Robert. Thank you for sharing that. And of course, thank you for sharing your background, the journey with the company. And I'm looking forward to discussing how your technology is being used to safely monitor COVID-19 patients after we get back from thanking our community champion sponsor. This episode of Passion of Pioneers is brought to you by Augmetics, ambient medical documentation and live clinical support. Did you know that nearly 75% of clinicians surveyed in a recent study say they spend over 10 hours per week on paperwork and medical notes? But clinicians who've adopted Augmetics are spending less time writing notes and more time providing superior care to their patients. Augmetics is a leading provider of remote medical documentation using remote AI-assisted live scribes to observe, listen, and capture relevant details from natural conversation for over 35 specialties. Augmetics provides real-time support that includes orders, referrals, and reminders to deliver accurate, complete, and timely medical notes. Augmetics brings back the joy of practicing medicine. To learn more and to bring the Augmetics joy to your practice, visit augmetics.com slash passionate pioneers or click on the link at the top of the episode notes. We are back with Dr. Robert Hamilton, the Chief Scientific Officer at Nova Signal. Robert, again, thank you so much for setting the stage on this podcast today of where you've been, how you got to where you are with the company, and of course, where you're going. But then specifically, where you are now currently with the organization and to help address this pandemic. Before we dive into how you're leveraging the technology to help patients, to help our frontline caregivers, can you set the stage a bit? The pandemic breaks out across the country, full-blown pandemic in early 2020, you know, February, March. Those were very volatile times. A lot of us entrepreneurs, we had our roadmaps in place for 2020 of where we're going to head with our companies. And then boom, the pandemic breaks out and just rocks all of us personally, professionally, mentally, spiritually, families, friends. Otherwise, it just completely upended so many things as we now know. And so with that, Robert, as a team, when we saw the pandemic break out, how did you guys handle that? How did you make those decisions? Take us into those decision-making points as an executive and leadership team that you were going to leverage some or all of your technology to address this pandemic. 
Yeah, thank you, Mike. It was incredibly uncertain times. And first, I'd just like to thank all of the incredible healthcare workers for putting their lives on the line to help support us through this pandemic. It was an incredible time. And as we continue to come through it, And as a startup founder, as you mentioned, it was incredibly uncertain. So on top of developing the technology and trying to address the COVID-19 pandemic, we were actually raising a round of funding. And that is another kind of flavor of uncertainty that was mixed into this. But going to the technology, our technology is really focused on trying to automate this procedure of collection of this data. And what we started to see very early on in the pandemic was that uh, stroke risk and strokes were occurring in these patients at a much higher rate than normal. And so we were working with some of our key opinion leaders and physicians and noticing that they were having this really difficult problem of they had this incredibly deadly infection that they could not freely move patients around the hospital. So they didn't have access to the same technologies that they normally would, the CTs or the MRIs. And they really needed something that they could measure or monitor these patients with at the bedside, but obviously trying to reduce the infection risk for those healthcare professionals. And so our system was very uniquely fit this need, given that it was fully automated and it could be done at the bedside. And in fact, that we're actually indicated for the measurement of emboli in the blood or particulates in the blood that can cause stroke. And so we immediately mobilized our, not only our field team, but our in-house team to try to get some of these systems out to these harder hit areas to try and better understand what the etiology of some of these strokes were in COVID-19 patients. Give us that kind of persona type with the patient. Is this like right when the patient's being admitted? We've been learning more and more about the COVID-19 patient. Sometimes there's that, even that second wave, right? They first get infected. It's a little bit of calm. Seems like they're getting better. And then they get walloped again on the backside with this virus. Can you explain a little bit of like the life cycle with the patient of your identifying these needs with your technology, how to address it? Is it right when they're entering into the hospital? Maybe paint the picture there a bit. Yeah. So we initially focus, although the research goals are really expanding now, but initially focused on those severe COVID patients in the intensive care unit, in particular those on ventilators, because we were trying to understand what the healthcare community was finding out early in March and into April was that a number of these patients, when they're coming off ventilators, were having severe neurological symptoms. And so a lot of research and a lot of physicians were pointing to possible strokes in these patient populations. And therefore, we started there and wanted to better understand what was going on from a cerebral hemodynamic perspective that were causing these neurological conditions following recovery from COVID. You're seeing these needs, you're seeing these patients, and you're hearing from some of your providers and health system uh, customers that you work with. What was it like as a team to make those decisions and say, all right, we're going to apply this technology, we're going to invest in this, we're going to focus some of our efforts to address COVID-19? What was it like making those decisions? Well, these are always tough decisions, especially a pandemic with uncertainty around funding, because you are making decisions that ultimately will impact the future of your business. And at the end of the day, we were very passionate about helping our physician partners that were in harm's way and trying to get these systems in. We felt that it was too big of an opportunity not to partner with some of these institutions to try to better understand what was going on in COVID-19. 
to hopefully impact the ultimate outcome of this pandemic. And you guys have already shown some pretty exciting results. They've been published. I know you have an opportunity with Mount Sinai. Can you share a little bit about some of those results? And then, of course, we're going to talk a little future state, not just with COVID-19, but even beyond when we think about what this technology can do for community members across the nation. But maybe let's focus now, share a little bit of those early results that you guys have been publishing. Yeah, as my silver lining for the year, some of the conversations with the Mount Sinai physicians, Dr. Reynolds and Dr. Human, were incredibly inspiring once we got the system there. And as you mentioned, published these early results. So the general idea was, as I mentioned, to better understand blood flow in these patients. But what we found out was actually very quite striking. And hats off to our field team of Kent DeSantis and Josh Renz for being at Mount Sinai helping collect this data. What we found out was that emboli actually were not being thrown, which was our initial hypothesis during this initial study with Mount Sinai. But what we found is another potential cause of stroke is something called right-to-left shunt. This happens when deoxygenated blood basically skips either the heart or the lungs and is then recirculated. But what we found out was that this shunting or this right-to-left shunting is incredibly present in COVID-19 patients, where in our first 18 patients, we found that 83% had this shunting, which when we spoke to pulmonology and Dr. Human, this basically was the underlying cause of this hypoxia or this lack of blood oxygenation in this patient population, which was until that point, a very open question on why these COVID-19 patients who seemed relatively normal had this hypoxia, which was a major finding, as you mentioned, published in August of last year. And where can we find that information? Is it on your website or somewhere else? Where can we find this information that was published? It is on our website. You can search Nova Signal and the work done by Mount Sinai and Dr. Human and Dr. Alex Reynolds for this work. Well, let's talk short-term kind of future state as well as long-term, like I mentioned in just a couple of moments ago, we're going to discuss even post-COVID, but let's talk kind of short-term future state. Where do you see things heading with what you guys have been discovering, the findings around that? Obviously, we're still very much in the thick of this pandemic. It's a brutal one. We're in this for quite some time. Where do you see kind of short-term horizon with what you guys are up to and applying your technology where we currently are with this pandemic? Well, short-term, I think that we're continuing our work with a number of institutions across the U.S. to better understand the long-term impacts. COVID-19 on cerebral hemodynamics and pulmonary shunting. The one important thing that we are starting to see, and unfortunately, as you mentioned, we do believe that COVID will be with us for a while, is that the long haulers of COVID are potentially a large issue that we'll have to address in the future. With 26 million infections now as of this morning, there's potentially millions of patients around the country that will be impacted by long-term symptoms of COVID and trying to understand both the pulmonary and neurological impacts of COVID over time is something that we're focused on today. And before we discuss kind of that future state post-COVID around future of cloud computing and data analytics to assess brain health, where can we be helping you and the team, Robert, right now with the pandemic? We have some of the most amazing and inspirational leaders in the healthcare industry tuning into this podcast on the weekly. We're so fortunate for the community that's rallied around this podcast to support entrepreneurs and organizations just like yours. What can our community be doing or contemplating to be helping you and your team during these times to help battle this virus? 
Well, I think first and foremost, just the support of the general healthcare community. I think that, again, our healthcare professionals taking care of these patients, trying to get through this pandemic as we better understand the long-term impacts is something not only your community, but we all can do. I think that Nova Signal generally supports any technology and any kind of implementation of the technology that supports physician capabilities to ultimately provide better outcome for these patients, both in the pandemic and beyond. And where can we find you online to do exactly that, Robert, whether it be websites, social media handles, or otherwise, where can we find you online? Yeah, so we're at novasignal.com, as well as our handles on LinkedIn and Twitter are both Novasignal. Easy enough. We'll also include those in the episode notes over at passionatepioneers.com, our free global online community. There'll be an entire post dedicated to Robert's episode where you can also leave comments, feedbacks, and ideas for Robert and his team. Or you can simply scroll down into the episode notes in your favorite podcast player and click on through. Well, as we wind down here, Robert, last kind of area I want to focus on, then we'll say our goodbyes. What does the future of cloud computing, data analytics, brain health, what does it look like over the next number of years for the industry and to better serve our patients and our communities? Well, I think another testament to our new CEO, Diane Bryant, we really invested in cloud computing during this pandemic and believe that companies will come out stronger on the back end from investing in things during downtimes. And so we'll actually be launching our new cloud platform coming early in Q2, which just provides a greater level of access to physicians and other healthcare providers to this very important information. Similarly, across healthcare, we do believe that cloud computing, access to increased quality data, artificial intelligence will ultimately be there to help support our physicians in these critical life-saving decisions. So we're very bullish on the future of cloud computing, artificial intelligence, as well as automation. Excellent. Yeah, it's a very exciting space. Myself here, we're very excited about all these opportunities and capabilities. And as you know, Robert, we've seen while it has been a complete crisis that has overtaken every facet of life, which is COVID-19, I also believe that there's a silver lining here and some phoenixes that are going to rise out of these ashes, some of them you just described. And I couldn't be more excited with entrepreneurs just like yourself, companies just like Nova Signal who are applying their brilliance, their passion and dedication to make our industry and our communities that much stronger and that much healthier. And so with that, Robert, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today, to share your story, where you guys are currently at and helping address COVID-19 and where you're heading into the future. We're going to continue to root you on, keep us posted with all the wonderful updates. But for now, Robert, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Mike. And thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode. 